I'm Paul Taylor and welcome to another edition of Wisdom Wednesdays. Today I want to explore some really good new research that's come out if you are a tea drinker like me and many, many other Brits. Now we have seen before that there has been reported health benefits from drinking green tea and there's also been quite a few studies showing that there are reported health benefits from drinking a certain amount of coffee. But now we can add black tea tea to the list. So it's been shown from a new study that drinking two or more cups of black tea a day is associated with lower risk of death from all causes. And this was a study that was published this week in the Annals of Internal Medicine. And what the study did is it looked at nearly half a million men and women aged from 40 to 16, 69 years old who are participants in the UK Biobank study. So this is a huge study that houses a whole heap of in-depth genetic and health information on people. And it started between 2006 and 2010. Now, as well as a whole heap of other research, which I've reported on previously, um, this database included information on whether participants um, drank tea or not and the frequency with which they drank it. Now, being from the UK, the vast majority of them, 89% of them, said that they drank black tea. And it looked at how many cups of tea they actually drank. And then by following them up for a number of years and seeing who died and who didn't, they found that those who reported having uh, between two and six cups a day had between a 9% and 13% lower risk of death by all causes. Now, the interesting thing on this study, as opposed to some of the other research looking at green tea, was that they also tracked the, or measured the genetic variants that they have, which is around metabolizing caffeine. Uh, you may have heard me talk before about the CYP1A2 gene, which influences how quickly you actually process caffeine. Now, we know that the average rate um, of processing caffeine for most people, the half-life is about six hours, which means that six hours after you've drunk a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, half of that caffeine is still in your system. Now, if you have one particular variant of this gene, it means you, you can process it much much faster. And we know that the range actually of processing caffeine varies greatly from between two to two and a half hours of a half-life for fast metabolizers of caffeine to up to 10 hours for slow metabolizers of caffeine. Now, in this study, it didn't matter what their genetic variant of the CYP1A2 gene was. Um, it still had a positive impact on their longevity or their, their risk of death from cardiovascular disease and all other diseases. Now, this is an observational study, and I've talked before about some of the limitations from an observational study. So it could be that tea drinkers have other healthy habits, and you can't rule this out now. They did try to control for this. Like any good observational study, they look at a whole range of factors, you know, whether they exercise or not, whether they smoke or not, and then they use statistics to try to control for them, which they did in this study. Um, but we do need to be aware of the limitations of observation data, right? The best way to work out whether tea can actually reduce your risk of mortality definitively is to do a randomized control trial where you have half the people who drink 
two or five cups of tea or wherever a day, and then the other half of people um, don't drink it, and then you just follow those guys. But we can um, link this to some of the bioactive compounds that are found in tea, and it's the same with coffee. We know that both of them contain a range of bioactive compounds, things called polyphenols and flavonoids, that we actually know are really good for our health and that have interactions at a cellular level to actually reduce inflammation and to reduce oxidative stress. And so this study would seem to suggest that it is a good thing to drink uh, tea, whether it's black or whether it's green. Now, there has been, as I said earlier, a whole heap of research coming out about the benefits of of green tea. Um, But we need to realize that both black tea and green tea come from variations of the same plant which is actually Camellia sinensis. Um, So there would be obvious links between the two of them if they're coming from the same plant. They got the same bioactive compounds in them. So while this study um, isn't very strong evidence around it, um, should you change your drinking habits if you don't drink tea? Well, if you don't drink tea and you drink coffee, you're probably still going to get benefits. But um, maybe adding some tea in, especially if you don't drink tea, If I was a betting man, I would certainly do it. So what about the caffeine? You may say, you may have heard me talk about um, the impact of caffeine on sleep, and that is a factor to take into consideration. Now, I happen to know that I'm a fast metabolizer of caffeine, and Carly's fast metabolizer of caffeine. We both have certain variations of the CYP1A2 gene that mean we're fast metabolizers. Um, So I can probably drink more caffeine, um, or I could definitely drink more caffeine than people who are slower metabolizers, and it not impact upon my sleep. Um, Now, there is a way, and it's a rough kind of guide, if you have a two or three cups of coffee, like a double espresso, or you have quite a lot of tea in a short period of time, and it makes you a little bit jittery, you are probably a slow metabolizer of caffeine. All right. So if you're not sure, a general rule of thumb is to have no more than 250 milligrams of caffeine and try to be done about 10 hours before sleep because of that long half-life of the caffeine and the fact that caffeine is a brain stimulant. Um, So that's one thing just to take into consideration is the impact upon your sleep. Um, But if you're drinking tea, um, like I do, I tend to drink Earl Grey, which has got other bioactive compounds in it, and I tend to drink it very, very weak. Um, So that means that I can have a lot more uh, cups of tea and make sure that it's not impacting upon my sleep. So I do plan to do another Wisdom Wednesday quite soon, talking about a whole range of plant phytochemicals that are actually really good for our health, including the phytochemicals in tea and coffee. Um, But until then, just rest assured that a good old cup of tea, as well as being nice and comfortable, is maybe going to extend your lifespan and reduce your risk of mortality, particularly from cardiovascular disease and stroke. So crack on. Catch you next time. So that's a wrap for today's edition of the podcast. If you're enjoying it, please leave us a review as they really do help much more than you think. Remember to check out the show notes for today's episode and also remember to hit subscribe so that you get notified early of new releases of the podcast. See you next time.